One other piece of advice is even if you feel like you don't fit in, you don't have to go out of your way to fit in. Being um, different is something that's so cool. And I think it's something that more and more is being celebrated now. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, Anna. So tell us a little bit about your cultural and ethnic identity. Okay, so my mom is from Guyana and my dad is from Australia. So I guess like Guyana would be considered like brown and then Australia would be considered like white. So Guyana is in South America. It's right by Brazil. My mom grew up there and she moved here when she was really young. I've never been back. It's not the safest country in the world, so I don't even have any like firsthand experience of being there, but something I would love to do in. Both your parents were born outside of Canada then? Well, my, my dad was born in Canada, but he like immediately moved to Australia. Okay. Growing up, did your parents ever like sit you down and talk to you about their experiences immigrating? Not really. And it's something that my parents really don't talk about that much. Like I know like the ages that they moved here, but like I don't really know too much about like their personal experiences with that immigration because I don't think it's something either of them love to talk about because I guess it is a pretty big change. Is it something that you wish your parents had talked to you more about growing up? Yeah, it was I, something that I wish I like knew a little bit more about because I feel like it would be kind of like a more of a foundation for like the way I experience their cultures because obviously I experience the effects of being Guyanese and the effects of being like um, from out of the country, but I don't really know too much about how either of my parents like experience coming here. So what has your experience been overall um, as a biracial person in Canada? Like growing up, I always felt that even if I had like friends or if I like had people that I like identified with that way, I never had like a culture to identify with because like growing up, I didn't know any other Guyanese people. Um, so I often like hung out with like brown people and that became like my identity, like, oh, like you're Indian. And so I just kind of took that on. And when people ask me where I'm from, I'm just like, oh, I'm Indian. So it was just like an easier way. I never had to explain anything. But then when I would hang out with my Indian friends, I would ne never be Indian enough because I was also half white. But then when I would hang out with my white friends, I was, I didn't understand anything about their culture. So that's something that um, kind of like made me feel a little bit like, not excluded, but it just made me feel different like growing up. Like I never had a group that I completely fit into. I mean, I think as a kid, fitting into a certain group makes it a lot easier growing up. It, it guides you a little bit better to know that you fit into a group. So that must have been difficult. If you met someone with your culture or parts of your culture, do you think it's important for you to maintain those friendships? Yeah, that would be something that would honestly be so awesome because I feel like pretty disconnected from the Guyanese culture. Oh, yeah. Um, I obviously, my whole family is Guyanese. My mom has a lot of siblings, but the only time I ever experienced the culture is in those family settings. I've never experienced the culture with a group of friends or with like a group of students because that just doesn't exist. Like I am in such a small yeah. place. And I feel like I'm kind of like a step away from being Guyanese, even though it's literally in my blood. Like I'm half Guyanese. Yeah. And if I had like a friendship that like in with somebody of the same culture, I feel like that would be just a whole like different kind of thing. We'd have like 
a bond yeah. from being from the same place. And I think that'd be really awesome. With every generation, you lose even more of that um, culture that, you know, your parents came from or your grandparents. And it's hard if you're not surrounded by the community to maintain the culture and like nurture it. In terms of your Australian um, identity, how connected do you feel with that part? Well, when I was little, I was obsessed with telling everybody I was Australian. Yeah. And that was my whole thing. Like, oh yeah, I'm actually Australian. But when like you really think about it, I don't have that much of a connection to Australia either. But it is like, um, I do have some like strengths where my grandparents would come every single year. So I would get to experience like little pieces of Australian culture in the summer. And when I went to Australia, I got to see it for like what it was and it was really cool. And it's always been something that I've wanted to do to be able to stay there for a long time and really like immerse myself in the culture. But thankfully I, I got the chance to go one time, but yeah. It's so far away too, yeah. which would make it even more difficult. Yeah. Each way is like 24 hours. Which... Yeah. Have there been barriers in general that you've faced in your life um, as a result of your um, cultural or ethnic or racial identity? Thankfully, I grew up in um, a city that was very multicultural in Markham. So I didn't like firsthand experience any, um, any like, very focused barriers but sometimes I would like feel like the if I was hanging out with a big group of people who are predominantly white I could feel that oh like she's not like quite the same or even especially when I was younger and I was dancing I wouldn't get the same opportunities as all of my other like white friends would get and then that was like really hard for me to understand when I was younger because I was like but I am white like I am white like I do fit in but like to everybody else since my skin is like a little bit darker they'd be like oh well she doesn't actually like fit in and in school plays I would get the role where I had to paint myself green another thing is that since my features are not like European features like I did like feel that a lot especially because I'm not as dark as most Guyanese people are so I feel like some people my features don't like always go with my skin color especially in the dead of winter but i've had people like actually compare me to the wicked bitch of the west people don't understand it's like a weird place to be where it's like yes i grew up in canada but i don't i'm not the same as everybody else who's growing up in canada and it's just like a weird place to be in where it's like you want to be part of it but you just know you aren't and you it's you just want people to understand that people have this expectation of you like oh, you're a brown person, this is how a brown person should act, or you're white, this is how a white person should act. I spoke to someone about that who grew up in Canada, um, and she's Asian, but she would always get the comment, oh, you're so whitewashed. Has anyone ever said that to you? Yeah, so how did that make you feel? So all the time, I get that I'm like the most whitewashed Chinese person ever, um, because I... First of all, I am white, like half that is half of my identity. But the other part of it is like, I it's not like I want to not understand anything about the culture. It's just really tough to understand something about a culture that you've only been able to see through your immediately immediate family. And it kind of makes me upset because obviously I wish I knew and I wish I was really immersed in that culture and understood everything. Um, 
And sometimes people tell me like, oh my gosh, like I never would have guessed your Chinese. Like I thought you were white and they expect me to take it as a compliment. I don't want to be told, oh, you only look white or you only look, you look like you're Indian. Like I want to be able to show that I'm Guyanese like with pride and like have people be excited about that rather than use it as like a compliment that I don't look good. People obviously have this idea that white is the standard. Obviously you grew up in this place that has a lot of white people. And so if you're not, if you don't have the Guyanese representation, you're not seeing it in the media, um, then it would be hard for you to connect with that side of your identity. So I wanted to ask you for a child who is growing up right now um, and feels that they don't fit into a group, what would you say to them um, to help them? I think now like with the internet, it's honestly like the best like resource that you have. Like if you don't feel like you fit and you don't feel like you have that representation, you can always like research into it. And that's something that I wish I was able to do. And you can immerse yourself or find places that um, have your culture or, or like where you feel like you fit in and it's way way easier and that's something that I wish I was able to do when I was younger. My cousin was born here as well but he took the time to immerse himself in the culture and everyone jokes he's the most guy and he's one in the family and he's never even been there but he feels really connected to the culture and that's something that I think is really cool. One other piece of advice is even if you feel like you don't fit in you don't have to go out of your way to fit in. To feel comfortable, you can try to make yourself fit in the ways that you want and the ways that matter to you. Being um, different is something that's so cool. And I think it's something that more and more is being celebrated now. Yeah. And you just have to start the celebration from yourself.